Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Mr. Clean and Mr. Ben are living in my loft, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Julian Nagelsmann's suit didn't cut the mustard. It's Wednesday, 19th of August. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Luke Moore. And I'm Venetian Hunter Raja. Hi, gang. Good to have you with us. Vish, it's been a while. It has been, yeah. It feels like it's been ages, actually. Not Even though long. it's only a week. You know, yeah. Well, longer, of course, for me, having uh, yes, been in yeah. your presence because I was away on holiday. So it's good to have you with me yeah. <laughs> and Luke. Oh, and I am here as well. But yeah. I'm happy oh, yeah. just to take a yeah. back seat for once. I don't mind. You guys want to just crack on? Come here, you beautiful bugger. Put your clothes back on. Uh, no. Um, <laughs> uh, well, we will not do that. Oh, the football never stops. I mean, look, it's happened. Finally happened. We all knew it would happen sooner or later. Mm. Joe Hart is back in business. <laughs> <laughs> Signed a two-year deal with the mighty Tottenham Hotspur. Last season's Champions League finalists. He's yeah. gone back to the top, hasn't he? Yeah. He's gone back to the top. Firstly, I just want to say thank you to the club for seeing something in me. Mm. That that's, nice fish. That's really sweet. <laughs> Did you see that interview he did at the end of the, what, would have been a month or so now, ago now, where he just seemed really downtrodden? Mm, no. Just, if anyone will have me. Yeah. And it was, oh, and I'm really happy for him, actually. And it's not any, it's Jose Mourinho. Is this a two fingers to Guardiola because he bombed him out of Man City? <laughs> he, he said um, he said it was at his lowest ebb, didn't he? he said it was a, Joe Hart said this is the lowest point of my career without a doubt. Do you yeah. think Jose Mourinho heard that and thought, wow, yeah, it sounds like a challenge. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Time for me to pick I, him up. I said on Twitter yesterday that he'll probably um, play him in the game against Man City. Oh, yeah. Just because he's Pep Guardiola's most hated player. <laughs> yeah, get, get Anything to get an edge. I know. Big Joe said, I feel like I'm starting again and I quite enjoy that feeling. Well, I am as well, Joe. Mm. I'm ready to get back to levels. 
Mm. I love the idea of European football. Two games a week, it all excites me. And I think there's a temper those expectations. Yeah, you love a front row seat. <laughs> <laughs> You're I am very pleased for him. I am very yeah. pleased for old Joey. Are you very pleased for the mighty Paris Saint-Germain fish? Well, it's a rags to riches story, isn't it? Who, who wouldn't be um, <laughs> joyous after after they trumped RB Leipzig? Um, you know what? I, I think I'm happy for select individuals. Name, um, name them. PSG fans, of which I know none. Mm. Um, Kylian Mbappe. Uh, you know, he's had a lot of success. He's not won much, young, has he? But, no, exactly, yeah. <laughs> oh, he really needed this. Yeah. yeah. But, but you know, he's, Could be his he, last chance. Yeah, he lacks smugness. What can we... Uh... Yeah. Look, but look, by the by the time you're in your thirties, mm. you're you're basically a manager, aren't you? According to yesterday's game with Nagelsmann at thirty three. So see. you know, Killian's only got so many years left. My goodness, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, it was it was quite hard to root for someone yesterday. I know I wasn't rooting for Steve McManaman. Um, no, likewise with Raggy Omar. What? Yeah. That was extraordinary. So ITV News International Affairs editor Raggy Omar, for those who don't know him, you know, esteemed um, political. Uh, reporter, more so than that in this country, you'd say. He tweeted this. Dear God, please make Steve McManaman stop his Champions League droning. I've withstood a lot in Iraq, Afghanistan, Yemen, Bosnia, Gaza and Iran, but I don't think I can survive his unique form of football torture. Is that a bit bad taste? It's quite extreme, that, isn't enough, it? <laughs> enough is enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So everyone has their breaking point. Yeah, they? yeah. Oh, my goodness. I was, I was rooting for Leipzig. Mm-hmm. I think just because... And it's been summed up far, by far more intelligent football people than me. But you know, I understand the, the Leipzig story, and some people have a big problem with it. I, I am broadly sympathetic to that. But if you've got to, um, if you've got to really focus on the game on the field, mm-hmm. which you have to do at least in part of this job, you can't just spend all your time talking about geopolitics or whatever. Yeah, um, like Raggio. Then, then yeah, yes, leave that to him. <laughs> and leave that to him and, and Maka. Yeah. Um, but. I, I, I enjoy watching Leipzig play and I enjoy some of the players they've got. I think they've got a really, really interesting, exciting team. Or at least they did until they decided to play in a completely different way that isn't commensurate with what I would expect RB Leipzig to do in a, in a, in a game. And as a result, got heavily punished. And, and I think the worst tactical decision that Nagelsmann made in that game was to dress himself in that way. Mm. And to me, it said... I'm not going to get a chance to wear this for the final. My wife's picked it out for yeah. me. Uh, I'll be in big trouble if I don't wear mm-hmm. it. Um, and uh, He's kept bluffing, hasn't he? I went in the quarterfinal. You're in the quarterfinal now? Yeah. Right. I went in the semifinal. You're in the semifinal. Oh, yeah, this this will be the I'll wear game. the purple shirt, but I'm yeah. not wearing the purple. You are wearing the purple tie as well. <laughs> All right. Vish, I know you've got strong opinions on this. Yeah, yeah. So he, I think this was all his own doing. I don't think we should blame his partner okay. at all. Yeah, um, that's harsh, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fair enough. Well, just because just I think like he, he dressed... He looked like someone who would walk into a store and have this idea of what it is to be fashionable mm-hmm. and see a mannequin. And rather than cherry pick what he might want, he might want that yeah, shirt. He might want the whole thing. He's bought the whole thing. And he looks absurd. And mm-hmm. I say that as someone who does a lot of online shopping. And I look at things online and I think, that looks like a great cut. And I think, but I'm not 6'3 and gorgeous. Mm. So maybe it won't work for me. Mm-hmm. I think Nuggles. You're looking at me there. <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah. Uh-huh. I satisfied at least 50% of that. <laughs> <laughs> You're only 6'2. <laughs> exactly, the other bit. <laughs> so, and I, I wonder, I think, you know, there was a lot of discourse about this on Twitter. And I think he saw this as his moment to bring out the glad rags mm. and it backfired on him massively. Yeah. And I, I think what we need to pay attention to next season yes. in the Premier League 
is that as soon as we see Bielsa mm-hmm. rocking up with some Reese number, we've got Oi. No, I tell you what, if Bielsa got, does that, I'm, I'm yeah. finished with it. Maybe a shinier bucket. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, speaking of that, do you know that um, I was Thomas Tuchel or um, or the Niles Crane of football, as he's been called <laughs> in some quarters, um, was sat on a cool box. Yeah. yeah. He's got yeah. problems with Did you hear Steve McManaman call it a water chest? Did he? He sat on the water chest there. Like I've that. never Ooh. heard that before. So no, you're in... I think he's he lost the words there, didn't yeah. he? You're Team Omar, aren't you? Yeah, I am. I am. <laughs> um, I used to love Stephen Manaman, and I'll leave it there. Um, I um, What I would say, though, on, on the Nagel's I'm not saying that oh, his wife dresses him in a kind of stereotypical way. What I mean is he... Nagelsmann, and I've said this before, I mm-hmm. said it on with Jules a week ago, mm-hmm. Nagelsmann smacks of a man who... Is dressed by someone else. Mm. Like he's he's not yeah, he's, yeah. he can't. Yeah. And, and, and the but way you're I, always quick to blame women, though, aren't you? No, that's not true. <laughs> and the and that's actually a really unhelpful thing to say. Um, the the um, the the thing I also would say to further back that up is that when you look at Nagelsmann and the way he dresses and and the way it, the shape of his face is, and he's quite young, you think of him as being quite short. Mm. I did a little test with a couple of my friends yesterday who know a bit about football but not that much, and asked them how when they were watching the game, asked them how tall they thought Nagelsmann was. Mm. And the the average answer was about five eight. He's six three. Is he? He's six three, Nagelsmann. And I think what? you wouldn't you wouldn't think that to look at him. It's, yeah. Well, I when you said a test, I thought, oh, but it was sort of more of a questionnaire, more of a survey. There wasn't. Yeah, well, I didn't give him a grade. When you said you're going to test, I thought, oh, well, how's this going to? Is it? Yeah, I use an algorithm. No, I use an algorithm. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just thought, I, yeah, to, to talk about the game itself, I thought that. Leipzig were unbelievably sloppy. Mm. I thought, I know it's easy oh, to say. Oh, so soft. I know, yeah. And that's yeah. the last uh. thing we want to do. I know it's easy to say because we've said it a lot about Guardiola and it, it appears to be an opinion du jour at the moment. But I just I just think that, why don't, I mean, I'll put this towards you, Vish. Why don't coaches like Nagelsmann and Guardiola think, what we've done so far has got mm. us here. Let's just trust ourselves. Mm. You know, rather than, because they they played, I'm not an expert on tactics, but Leipzig played completely differently to what I expected, like the polar opposite of what I expected. And when they changed it back to something you would associate with their type of football when they come out for the second half, that actually looked quite decent. Mm, and PSG yeah. have got it in their locker yeah. to crumble a bit under pressure. So why would you not stick to that? Mm-hmm. Why would you not stick to that high press, that real like, passionate, fast-paced game? I I actually thought the blame should lie a bit with the players. Um because not the suit, no, no, not the. I mean, so, well, that's partly. Yeah, yeah. He's we not should, on the right we, shouldn't, foot we shouldn't forget that. You can't remove one from the other. No, no, yeah. not at all. One leads to the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Leipzig have done so well this season by having real clarity on on how they play on the field and having having almost a sense of ingrained professionalism. Like when they when they played Spurs at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, they only won 1-0, mm. but it was such an efficient performance. I was they, there, yeah, I remember They knew it, yeah. they didn't need to do anything outlandish. Mm. And then when they played them in Leipzig, they destroyed them because they were like, right, we know all their weak points here. And they sorted it out in the first half. You know, mm. game was done and dusted. And I thought last night they lost their heads a bit. They mm. panicked. And I think the, the idea that they were one game away from the Champions League final mm-hmm. really got to them. Because there were moments, especially at the start of that second half, where they just looked really crisp. There was there was a passage of play, and I think it was with their three 0 down, where they strung together three back heels, mm. and I just thought that's clearly something that is ingrained in you, and you forgot about it for the start of the match, and it's gonna mm. do you, it's gonna do you no good now. Mm. But it shows that there was something there that they just weren't able to access, probably because and fair play, they're playing PSG with, with probably the most exciting front three mm-hmm. in the world, possibly. Yeah, it'd be part of the conversation, wouldn't it? Yeah, but so, I mean, the I think that was the thing that kind of 
that I, I was most disappointed by them. And and you almost can't really blame them too much because they don't have the kind of players who've been at that stage of the Champions League before. They were, mm-hmm. When they were 2-0 down, because as you said, Luke, mm-hmm. that PSG, you know you can still get at them. They needed someone. They needed someone like a Ramos, a Sergio Ramos, as Real Madrid needed, <laughs> to just shake them out. But no, 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 what, stop what feeling sorry for yourself. Yeah. Get up. Yeah. Even, for the Bur- even for the Bernat goal, don't complain. Mm-hmm. Just just sort it out. Yeah. yeah. You didn't you you've fallen over, mate. You, yeah. And it looks like you've just slipped over yourself anyway. Yeah. I know you can do anything, but at least get up and try and get yourself on side and re- and someone else react to the bloke who's just wandering back into position to head this in. But it often happens, isn't it, with, with unfancied sides uh, for, for the tournament. You know, you can get to the semi-final. Semi-final, no further. Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. often uh, the case. Not always, of course, as, as history would say. But it is, you're right, it's that, oh my goodness, that the final is one game. Whereas when you're going through the rounds, it's kind of, oh, can we get the next one? And when you get there and you're looking at that PSG side who are, are smelling blood, you know, after that win against Atalanta in the manner it was, of course, it was like, right, lads, the monkey's off our back. Here we go. Yeah. But, I mean, in truth, you know, PSG could have had more. You know, they had chances. Yes. Neymar obviously uh, missed a few. Um, oh, he, tr- he tried a Joe Bryan, didn't yeah. he, from yeah. the free kick? He hit the post. Yeah. Shows you how yeah. hard it is. He, he, <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. He, um, he was devastatingly effective and he has yeah. been in, on paper. I mean, look, at he, he's a great player, obviously. Uh, a lot of stuff comes along with him that, you know, we all know about, but he's a fantastic player and he's actually a very effective player. If you look at the numbers as well, they, they do bear sort of decent scrutiny. But... On on the point you were making, Marcus, I would just add that, you know, Nagelsmann's got his reputation as being an exciting young coach, an adaptable coach who who is at the you know, he's at the bleeding edge of what can be achieved by young coaches in the game. And we understand that and he deserves that reputation. But sometimes you have to look at the wider optics. Sometimes you have to think, okay, yeah, we're 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 fortunate to be here, we've not been here before, but nor have they. And they've had a really yeah. difficult time in the last yeah, yeah, few yeah, seasons. Yeah. And what's more... And then they just scraped through. They've, they've just scraped through and their first choice keeper's out. Mm-hmm. So what do you want to do? Well, what I'd like to do if I was involved in that mm-hmm. is I'd like to start as fast as possible yeah. to see if I can score. And if I can score, anything's possible. Yeah. Because you've got players who don't like to work back. You know, mm-hmm. Neymar doesn't work back. Mm-hmm. And does Mbappe work back? Not really, sometimes. You know, Di Marie's been out of the game. I know he had a brilliant game last night. But all I'm saying is... There are questions that PSG should have to answer. Mm. Don't let them answer them. Ask them of them. Yeah. Don't let them answer their own questions. Make them answer your questions. And they didn't do any of that. And by the time they decided to do that, it was just far too late. But you don't think they... I, I do agree with you, but then to invoke the kind of spirit of Mike Tyson, everyone's got a great game plan until they get in the ring and get punched. Punched in the face. Yeah. <laughs> so there is yeah. an element of that. Of course. It's easy for me to say. Of course yeah. it is, yeah. That's why I'm here, though, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what do you want to do? <laughs> I want you to do my badges. Fuck off. I, want you, I, I wanted you to turn up in a suit. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I do think, isn't it? Look, we can go over the top on this sartorial stuff, and it is funny, and it's prime ramble kind of chat. Does it send the right message? No. I don't know if it does. Uh, well, uh, well, well, it sends the right message to us. I, I, yeah, I, I, great, yeah. yeah. I, but I think to, to try and talk about it seriously, I, I think he is someone who has always dressed in a certain way. And I, th- I think in keeping with that, this was a high-profile match where he, in in his own world, in his own head, dressed accordingly. If I don't... Pete Donaldson was a manager, that's what he'd wear. Yeah, and he's gone too far. As I said to you last night, he's gone completely down the Mekong. Mm. He's but... gone too far. <laughs> I understand that principle, but he's gone over the, over the line. But then, but then I, I think... love your Vietnam reference. <laughs> but, but, but then I think that, that uh, like, he, he is a great indication of where we are in football, where we have personality managers having had so much, mm. you know, so much time of personality players. I don't necessarily think there's anything particularly wrong with that because that's just the way the game is going. And if we're going to talk about 
that direction, then we've got, basically got to bring the whole thing down, haven't mm-hmm. we? That's a fair point. Because, if you know, it, it's the way we talk about Zidane, it's the way we talk about Pep, it's the way we t- even talk about Bielsa. Mm. It's the way we even talk about, you know, managers much further down the chain. Paul the Tisdale. We, yeah, Paul Tisdale's a great example. Paul, Paul Tisdale is someone who was obviously a very good forward thinker, someone who spent the transfer budget mm. to relay Exeter City's pitch and like cravats and that became part of his thing you yeah. know and the cravats came, became part of it rather mm-hmm. than the you know the business savvy that he was trying to employ into football um and maybe it's because there is so much discourse about it that you know we talked the uh, about a month ago of players worried about being memed managers know they get photographed mm. managers know they you know they end up managers do photo shoots for fuck's sake yeah. you know so but he knew he was this, this is the world I'm we, sure we you do a photo shoot every week in there yeah, yeah, but that was in. I just used the space. I, those are my guys. I heard it. Like. <laughs> uh, a lot of flesh. I, 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 <laughs> I think you make a good point. I, I just wonder if maybe you know he's a details guy, so maybe he did it on purpose. Maybe, maybe it's, it's part of his his, his stick. And, and and we read too much into a single game. It yeah. just didn't work. Well, do, do you think it works? Sorry, just quickly. Do you think it works better for him because he is only thirty three and he's a similar age to those players? Possibly. Maybe. You know, it's like a different thing to like Pardew, uh-huh. you know, coming in dressed like Eddie Murphy from Raw. That's not, yeah. <laughs> I, do you know what? I, I just I just think that... I you, think we were bordering on talking about this too much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's and, and that's why I'm going to carry on. Yeah. Like, no, look, I, I don't need to have a last word on this, so you, you crack on. I, I, I feel like, no, no, I'm just wondering. I'm, I'm I, just well, wondering. I, 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 feel, I feel like it. what you do and what you dress like does send a message. And... I think we can all agree on that because that's why everyone dresses in some way every day. Mm-hmm. So we can agree on that. And is it not just an extension of something like, you know, some managers, rightly or wrongly, but some managers would prefer, certainly back in the day, that their players have their shirts tucked in. They say, look, you're here to work. It's, you set yourself up properly. It's all part of the same thing. Aggregated marginal gains, Dave Brailsford and all that kind of stuff. It sends a message. I'm just asking what message he's sending with that. But ultimately, we can read too much into one game. His team didn't perform on the pitch. Did they not perform on the pitch because he was wearing a, a rascal suit? Yes, absolutely. Correct. There we are. We've Move done on. it. Absolutely. <laughs> um, PSG's last major final was the 1997 Cup Winners' Cup final, mm. uh, which was the year um, before Mbappe was born. I, if my memory serves me well, it, they were beaten by a Ronaldo penalty, Bobby Robson's Barcelona. Mm. Um, but they're in the final, and we have to give them credit. And that's enough credit. Um, uh, no, we have to give them a, a credit. If you were a PSG fan, Vish, who would you rather face, Bayern or Leon? <laughs> you think Leon are going to get a stuffing tonight? I, I do, yeah. And it's sad to say. But do you think PSG would be the favourite, whoever they play? No, no, Bayern, no, no. Bayern, 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 Bayern favourite? Yes, Bayern, yeah, clearly. Well, clearly. I, 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 look, I know, I know we've got plans to kind of mention the game tonight a bit later, but I, I do think there's an element of jeopardy in both those ties for PSG mm. because of you know because of Leon being in the same division because as them. Because of Lewandowski yeah, of and Memphis Depay. <laughs> and a lot, of, a lot of those Leon players have memories of beating PSG. Yes. I just, I just I, scored a last-minute winner. In summary, I, just, I wish Leipzig didn't make it as easy as they did for PSG. But PSG, did they... But they're a, they're a better team. They're a better they team, and I think sometimes we go on about this kind of. I don't, we don't want PSG to win, and so on. And whatever your thoughts are on that, they're a, they're a phenomenal side with unbelievably good players. May, can... may I sum it up this way, if yes. you don't mind? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's been announced that the Emir of Qatar is flying in for the final. <laughs> so if you can't get behind that, <laughs> then what can you get behind? Yeah. Who would, who would have Red Bull brought over if Leipzig had gone into the final? Um, that guy who did that really high parachute jump yeah. from space. <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, he was... And, and uh, Tony Hawk. Oh, yeah, good yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the right. skateboarder, not the comedian. <clears throat> yeah, because if they're not going to have any entertainment, presumably, yeah. at the final, because they can't, might mm. as well just get him on a little... 
Yeah. We could do. Yeah. Well, um, the, 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 you, that's a, you, it's a half pipe. Yeah, half pipe. It's not half easy pipe. for a listener if you, <laughs> no, just, if you just draw it with your finger. Yeah, it wasn't, I said it wasn't pipe. easy for me. And I, could yeah. Yeah. I was thinking pipe, but I realised it's just going to go around in a circle, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah, no, that wouldn't be a good idea. Um, well, of course, uh, fans will, will probably be welcome back into, into stadiums in, in the coming season. Not just for the Emir of Qatar? No, exactly. Or it might yeah. be open for a lot of other people. I as think well. every, every door is open for that man. Um, <laughs> if not, he'll open it himself. I was about to say, even doors that I have a lot of people behind them. Trying yeah. to, to shut that door, yeah. but um, so how and 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 when? Obviously, the, the questions uh, and so on and so forth. Uh, there's been some some interesting chat and so on uh, around this. But of course, Vish, you've been going to football grounds recently and cricket grounds uh, as well. What what is your experience on this? Are you enjoying having a bit more leg and arm room? <laughs> Keep them out. That kind of thing? To be honest, the press are treated so ridiculously well that <laughs> there generally isn't much more they could do for us anyway. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's interesting. I, they've uh, so in cricket they had a couple of trial events. Um, so at the Oval, which holds twenty five thousand, which I suppose mm. is, is the nearest comparison for a cricket ground to a football ground. Um, Surrey played Middlesex, and they had about a thousand people in. Not all the stands were open, but mm-hmm. they. Um, a thousand people in, and the way they did it in terms of ticket allocation, because that, that's going to be the biggest thing: who gets let in. Mm. It was open to um, Middlesex and Surrey members, and basically you were you were able to buy. You weren't able, so it was a two ga- two day game from memory, and you weren't able to buy on both days. You could mm. you could only buy on one or the other. You could buy either a single seat mm-hmm. or a paired seat. Um, and yeah, it was open to members, and if there were any kind of residual, then those p- two particular counties have a bit of a point system, which would you know work similar to allocation of away tickets and things like that in football so that's how they did that I, I think the it, I don't having obviously the safety issue is the biggest thing but then if we move a bit forward you know if you move the story on you do wonder how they end up being allocated because well, you know, there have been mean, so many issues with, with season tickets anyway but it's been, I mean I, I read this interview with um, a lady called Dr Aoife Hunt who's a specialist in people movement and emergency planning for a company called I think it's called Movement Strategies or something quite weird mm. but she's being consulted by the Premier League about how they do this because I think they want to move forward with it from October time and I think the capacity that the stadiums are going to be open depends mm. on the stadium. So if you've got a mm. brand new one, like Spurs, with big wide concourses and much more um, space for this type of thing, I think it, around 30% of fans will be allowed in. But it could go down for the, some of the older grounds to sort of 15 or 20%. Yeah. Um, how they do it, I think they're going to do it on a voluntary basis for season ticket holders if they want to do it or not. And I think, as far as I understand it, you can get credit on your season ticket for next season or some mm. clubs I think are offering full refunds as well. They certainly have been in my experience. And then I think it'll be a case of walking it forward quite slowly and then monitoring the data, monitoring the numbers, see what happens. But do you know, Vish, on that, when you were talking about the cricket earlier, because we really, I massively really want fans to be back in stadiums mm-hmm. for games in a safe way, obviously, but it's a really big, important part of it. I think we can all agree. But do you know what the upshot has been of that Surrey Middlesex game and whether it's been monitored afterwards and what's happened as a result of it? Well, the thing about that is... It was a test event, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a test event, and then the next test event was cancelled, so we kind of went back to square one a bit. Like I did with the snooker, basically. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and because of local lockdowns, it meant other, other counties across the country couldn't then have, have fans in. They have a, they're of a mind to... There's, there's a, a T20 competition that's going to happen and it involves the 18 first-class counties, and they're hoping halfway through that, or maybe potentially touch wood at the start... They'd be allowed to have some fans in, 
and it would be kind of they, they'll do it by a percentage rather than you know i suppose mm. rather than great scientific means so it will be of you know 20 30 percent capacity but yeah i <laughs> One of the one of the issues speaking to someone at the ECB about it was having to trust people to stick to their seat because in, yeah. in county cricket it's a bit it's a bit more laissez faire. You come in and it's kind of first mm-hmm. come first served, and a lot of people want to sit behind the bowler's arm because that's where you get the best view of the action. Um, with the football, it would be it'd be quite interesting because one of the issues around journalists getting into the football grounds was making sure they were in they were coming into an area where they wouldn't interact with any of the players. And now the players ended up sitting relatively near us because we were all on the same side as the dugouts and there was space across in the stands. But, the, but you know, we were set through a, a very, I think they call, they call it a tunnel into the bubble, basically. And so that's what they also call it for the, for the um, England cricket matches they put on as well. How they do that for fans will be a little bit tricky, especially considering that fans are often coming from train stations. You know, yeah. they're not going to take their cars. We took our cars. Well, certainly I drove to all the football grounds I've been to and that was pretty straightforward. But if you've got fans as well, you've got greater foot traffic, where those fans come are coming from, you know, not, not all football grounds are in cities where you're going to have that kind of access. Um, so that, that is something to think about. And presumably, Logistical nightmare, basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and you, oh, there's obviously no way you can have uh, away fans there at any ground because not, not, you know, even forgetting about potential trouble issues, but... You know, a lot of a lot of the countries at different stages of the, of this virus and recovering from it in very different ways, as we saw with the local lockdown. So, yeah, I mean, obviously that's something that they're, they're going to factor in, mm-hmm. but it's um, in, certainly in the cricket where they want it sooner rather than later. It's something they're um, they're pretty worried about. Yeah, yeah. All right, gentlemen, let's have a quick break and then more red hot football chat. <laughs> There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for this. We concentrate on the topics. We're pretty good to many topics today. Topic time. Always a nice part of the show. My oh. favourite part of the show, in fact. Why don't you kick us off, Luke Moore? I will. And this week we were asking um, 
what people would do to make food uh, better or what changes they would make to food at football stadiums. Show at footballramadali.com to get in touch with that or you can tweet us at Ram... No, hashtag Ramble Topics. Um, Luca Vandresh, regular correspondent mm. of the Football Ramble. Nice to hear from you, Luca. He says, one golden ticket per season in a pie. <laughs> right? If you get the golden ticket... You get to manage whatever club sacks their manager first. <laughs> now, I was kind of on board with this until he kind of went down this route. Yeah, he says, a, a he date says, with Willy Wonka, something like that. Yeah, he says this would help sell more pies and stop clubs from sacking their managers. It, it's not going to stop no, clubs from sacking no, their no. managers. <laughs> what he should have gone for, Luca, in my humble opinion, if I may be so bold, mm. is to say, if you get the golden ticket, you get to be the caretaker when that specific club yes. sacks their manager. Mm, like not, that. oh, by the way, you've got the golden ticket, you manage up at Morecambe on Monday. Yeah, I know. I don't it's not convenient that. for anyone. Or, or make it one sub. Yeah. So, you know, you yeah, or you could choose a sub. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so. she's a super sub. You could do what that um, Spurs fan did where Tim Sherwood let him on and gave him his gile. Oh, uh, banter, wasn't it? Yeah. It's good banter, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, he's just one of, he's man of the people, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> he's just one of us, mate. Yeah. He's, he's one, one of, of us. us. Uh, one of us. Uh, speaking of which, uh, Oliver Memories Bailey. Nice to hear from Memories. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, he says, have a fortune cookie at the centre of every pie. Hang on. A cookie uh, in a pie? Yeah, uh, which contains a bet i.e. game to end 1-0 with Vardy scoring. If it comes true, you win the money as if you'd put a quid on it. Uh, I'm not being funny, but I'm going to ask Charlie after how that made it in. (laughs) Because we've had loads of these. I think he he thought golden ticket per pie. Oh, this one sounds quite similar. It starts similar. (laughs) It's all about pies. Just had pie on the mind. He's eating a pie while he was doing it. Why would you want a fortune cookie? I feel like he's put that in there to see what we thought of the idea of having a fortune cookie in a pie. I hate fortune cookies. Sometimes you float things to see what other people think, but you don't don't have the courage to say, I want to put a fortune cookie in a pie. You kind of concoct this. Marcus, because fortune cookies don't really taste of anything. So, but are you more Why scared you of the existential crisis that comes from the fortune cookie or is it just the taste of it itself? Uh, yeah, the whole idea. I okay, right. You don't like fortune cookies? Well, I just think they're pointless. Just give me a regular biscuit. <laughs> Why would you? Why do you want some? What busy, biscuit would you choose? Uh, Digestive, by the sound of it. Uh, custard cream, maybe. Yeah. After, but after a meal. I don't yeah. why, did, why did you pick digestive there? Just because I came across as a little bit miserable in your opinion, no. you thought therefore he wants something. No, you say a regular English, biscuit. English biscuits. You say a regular English biscuit. people. Can I just say, <laughs> changing a fortune cookie for a custard cream in a restaurant is quite a Brexit policy. <laughs> How's that Brexit? Oh, custard cream is one of the most Brexit biscuits. Yeah. Email show at footballramadaily.com for your top three most Brexit biscuits. Didn't choose a bourbon, did you? Hang on, didn't choose a bourbon. I love a bourbon. Yeah, yeah. what's well, yeah. a similar affair, isn't it? There's a basics range you get Big in the supermarket. <laughs> What am I being accused oh, of? Here? Me and women earlier. Now you don't like it, do you? Now you don't like it. Listen, there's a there's a basics range of biscuits you get in most supermarkets. They come in supermarket own brand packaging. Yeah. And they yeah, are stick fo- a load of them in. Custard creams, <laughs> bourbons, yeah. fig rolls, uh-huh. fruit shortcakes. I'm possibly gonna say jammy dodgers. I think, yeah. Yeah, I think you're right, yeah. Yeah. Jammy so dodgers. any of those is your basic. Any biscuit. of those. Any yeah. of those. Fish, you've got a tweet as well, actually. We, we ended that prematurely. Yeah. I do, yeah. I got a tweet from Aaron here. Uh, some sort of underseat pneumatic tube delivery system, like the old school mail chute. You order on an app and someone pops it in a tube straight mm. to your seat. Rolls, hot dogs, Custard and other cylindrical shaped food oh. will dominate, but can make a pie whatever shape you want, I suppose. Yeah. Big, big on the pies here. Be a Cornish pasty, wouldn't it? Yeah. Mm. Better yeah. for the tube. Is it not too English? Better for the tube. <laughs> but actually, Cornish people decide that they're not part of England sometimes. <laughs> 
Crexit. Crexit. Cornwall. I was thinking like yeah. corn exit. Corn, corksit. Yeah. Corksit. Um, corn exit. I, I, <laughs> I used to work at a supermarket where they used to do all the cash from the tills oh, yeah. in those cylindrical yes, things yeah, yeah. and do them dramatically. I'm not sure. Mm. I want to be totally honest here yeah. and take this on merit, Aaron. 60,000 individual tubes <laughs> to seats. Is quite the architectural ask, isn't it? Mm. Also, and uh, you know what football fans are like. Sometimes they, you know, they'll start drinking quite early on. They'll need a piss. Can't really b- bother to go to the toilet. It's going to backfire. They're pissing straight down that pneumatic. It's literally going to backfire. That's yeah. a great idea. Yeah. That's not a great <laughs> idea. No, just idea. no. The, the idea about this sort of tube system, but yeah. like, forget all the food and all the that. Separate tubes. Yeah, it's going to need to be separate. It's an idea. Yeah, is it not? Yeah. I'm surrounded by tubes. Well, well, yeah, people at football grounds don't have enough to clean up, so you might as well have everyone else's <laughs> yeah. pissing shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, but in the tube, so yeah. it goes somewhere. So you don't have to clean it up. So it's just leave the tubes as they are. Custard creams. <laughs> All right, there we are. Right, that was uh, the topics, ladies and gentlemen. We concentrate on the topics. We're pretty good to many topics today. It is ridiculous the way he says that. <laughs> I mean, it shouldn't be forgotten that he says it like that. Yeah, Fox Creams, now you're talking. Ooh, right, right, ladies and gentlemen, Barcelona. Barcelona, they've uh, they, they've been having some funny old times, haven't they, uh, of late. Ronald Koeman has touched down at El Prat Airport. Mm. You, you take the Barcelona job and you lay <laughs> one El Prat. Uh, <laughs> Apparently, El Koeman has told Barcelona president, El Bartomeu, that uh, Messi will be key to his plans. Yeah. That's very much expected on the first slide, isn't it? Yeah. Do do you want to do your presentation now? Yeah, what are your plans? Okay, first, I started off with Messi on the first one. Good, Mm -hmm. good start. Yeah. Um, I I wonder whether Lionel Messi will be happy to be a part of it. Oh, do me a favour. He's not going anywhere. Under Ronald? No, he's not not going anywhere. And he's certainly not going to go to England because his Argentina teammate, Gonzalo Higuain, has warned the flea off a move to the Premier League. England, over there, defenders kick the shit out of you and nothing gets given. (laughs) They're built like wardrobes. They hit you. I suffered a lot in the English League. We saw that, Gonzalo. (laughs) Built like wardrobes? Yeah, built like wardrobes, apparently. English oak. (laughs) <laughs> Marcus, what, how, I, want, I think the question that many listeners will want to know is how this is going to affect Ronald's mm. Twitter account. Yeah, mm. exactly. Uh, I, it, it's going to have a much-needed shot in the arm. I'm thinking right now, Barcelona-themed yeah. Christmas tree. Match day. Yeah. That's what we're going to have. Because, of course, at Netherlands manager, Vish, he, 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 games are fewer and far between. Every Saturday, or whenever it was that Southampton were playing, Ronald Koeman, match day. And Everton, I think. Uh, yeah, possibly. Yeah. Someone, I've got an image in my mind of an Everton-themed Christmas jumper and Christmas tree that definitely happened yeah um so yeah with that, i mean I, i'm all for it yeah well yeah he's, he's already got the the christmas ornaments doesn't he because remember he had it in red and he had to take it down and put one up in blue that's right fans on twitter complaining oh, yeah yes. now he's at barcelona just wrap them around he's got both other. he's got yeah. the, he's got all the tools doesn't he it, it makes sense for everyone doesn't it <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think that's part of the criteria while they're hired yeah. to be honest yeah, yeah. We, yeah. We're really, you know, you, we know you're, you're not great at manager you know you've scored a decent goal how is he not great at manager his CV. Final of the UA <laughs> Final of the UA for Nations League, my man. Yeah. It's yeah. a measure Again. of how much Marcus loves Ronald Koeman. No. He did that quite he did this quite extensively on yesterday's show. <laughs> Again, I I I, uh, I I play the Frank Reichard card. Yeah. Which the Frank Reichard. Yeah. <laughs> done that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I did, yeah. yeah. Um but but elsewhere at Barcelona, Eric Abadal has been sacked as technical secretary. The club said on Monday this week that Abadal would lead the search for a new manager. 
and much better. I mean, he has. Too much time today. <laughs> Cheers, El. Uh, that, that's that's all we ask you for. I mean, he was behind the sacking apparently of Ernesto Valverde in January, or he certainly involved in that process, of course, which annoyed Messi and some of the other players reportedly. He also uh, annoyed Messi when he suggested um, was it on social media. He put it there was when he said some of the players weren't giving it their all, something like that. And Messi yeah. responded uh, on because Messi basically takes everything that's re- euphemistically referred to as the players yeah. as him because <laughs> yeah. normally it is. Yeah. But, but you don't piss off Messi because he's out. No. It takes a certain amount of chutzpah, I think, mm. to to continually sack head coaches that aren't making decisions to spend 700 million euros on players, none of whom work, and go, well, it's not working, is it? See you later, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the problem, is it? It's not the problem. There have been reports. It's not. I don't know if it's been confirmed in any sort of major outlet, but there have been uh, suggestions that Barcelona got Eric Abadel to sack Kike uh, set in yeah. and do the dirty and they were like thanks for that appreciate you you doing that obviously it might yeah. be difficult uh, and and now you sacked yourself yeah do you want to just read that email again <laughs> just 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 change the change the name yeah just change to Eric <laughs> Eric Eric is that me yeah, yeah. It is, yeah I can't I can't send it oh fuck they've cancelled his email already yeah. <laughs> you know that that um, seemed to me like you know the first uh, if that is true that's a bit <laughs> I like it when he, what happened was the bitch he sacked Setian across the table from that photo that we saw online yeah. and as he said the words mm. someone came behind Eric Abadal just took his lanyard off his, <laughs> off his shoulders there you go I'll buzz you out that's a company phone yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> so the opening the scene of the dark night where they've yeah. got six people rob a bank and each one shoots the next yeah, person right, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. a smaller cut exactly, uh-huh. exactly. <laughs> I would say spoilers but it is the opening yeah, scene yeah <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah, good. Well, listen, true. Barcelona's going to be the gift that keeps on giving. I think so. Yeah, and I, I think, think so. what I would say to our listeners is, yes, we talked about this yesterday, mm. but Ronald, a, Ronald Koeman and Marcus Speller is a match made in heaven. It's, it's a, like it's boiled a, beef and carrots. It's an evolving situation. <laughs> it, of course it is. Of course, of course it is. is. from Barcelona, yeah. for crying out yeah. loud. But he's, he's still not technically been confirmed, right. Koeman, I believe. But, I mean, come on. Yeah. He has, in my mind. Yeah. Um, right, ladies and gentlemen. On Monday's show, I read out Pete and Jim's predictions. Yeah. They were predictably shit. Yeah, I feel much better now having heard that. Yes, they didn't get anything <laughs> right. They didn't even get any relegated teams right. Yeah. Um, so uh, that was piss poor. So now Vish uh, is going to read out Luke's and my predictions uh, for the, uh, the the Premier League season. He's put his glasses on and everything. I have, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'd, al- I'd also... He's flexing his biceps. I'd also, right? I'd also temper this by mm-hmm. saying that if you're going to laugh yeah. at what Jim and Pete did on Monday... I can't do worse. Maybe steady on, yeah. Yeah, like, oh, really? Is it that I've, bad? I've, I've I can't remember little, mine. I've had a little look through. Our listeners should pause at this point at uh, this moment if they've done the prediction themselves because they all get the sheet at the start of the season mm-hmm. and go and find their predictions yeah. so they can read along with us so um the pause was they have to pause it not us so we haven't <laughs> got to do anything um but i'm just saying if they want to play along they should go and get their uh, sheets now play along. Uh, i can't remember any of mine can you remember any of yours i know i've got something correct oh good it? okay so you're in better shape than me because i can't remember anything yeah well here we go yeah categories one at a time is it yes okay, yeah one cool. at a time okay, one right. at a time okay. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna milk this okay you don't get a soapbox for very long <laughs> not on this show <laughs> your Premier League winners yeah. do you remember who you two chose I chose Manchester City I think I chose Man City as well you both did yes yeah. Yeah. the winner was caught of of course Liverpool oh, it was wasn't it oh was it, it was mm. Liverpool I, I, I mean it's difficult to remember well, so I, I've got null and void written here but I think it was actually, <laughs> um, I was hoping well, did I put null and void <laughs> <laughs> got it That's so, so close yeah. <laughs> who would have thought that would have been there? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, your relegated teams. Mm. Now, obviously, Norwich, Watford, and Bournemouth. Yeah. Luke, you picked Norwich. Well, got, one in, got one, there. one yeah. in there. 
You also picked Sheffield United. That's poor. Yeah, we all did. <laughs> and you also understandably picked Newcastle United. <laughs> yeah, Jim picked them as well. One out of three is better than the other guys. I'll you're already it. though, you're, yeah, you're, yeah. you're away. You've got at least the silver, silver medal in the bag. Yeah. <laughs> as, as they say to British athletes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got that, that's safe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Marcus, you also picked Norwich City. Good man. Yeah. You also picked Sheffield United. Yeah. Yeah. And to your utter shame, mm-hmm. you picked... Jules breaches Brighton and Hove Albion. Yeah. I thought I might have chosen Brighton. Mm. So that, to be fair, that's a better shout than Sheffield United. No, I, well, I did, I did have Sheffield United. Oh, no, yeah, both I of them. I had all of them. So we've got one each. Yes. yes. So again, yeah. already yeah. we're in the top two. This one's a little harder to judge, but, but I think we've, we've basically got two winners. A dark horse. Yeah. Sheffield United, mm-hmm. <laughs> given their... Yeah, definitely. ...they featured yeah. in the previous group. Yeah. And yeah. also... Leicester City. I agree. Potentially? Well, you yeah. talked about this on Monday. I agree, Leicester. Yeah. City. Okay, I can see why you agree, Marcus. What? Because <laughs> oh, how's that happened? I, yeah, look at his face. I'm just looking at the table and the story of the season. At yeah, one point, sure. they were they were on the verge. Sure. Yeah. Um, you haven't just put Leicester City down. You yeah. put Brendy Rogers as Leicester City. Have I? You yeah. have. Yeah. Well, extra point for that, mate. Yeah. I think so, have an extra yeah. point. I have a couple of points there. I don't want to know what I put. You picked Everton. Nah, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. They, 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 I mean, yeah. That's poor by me. I, I don't think I can get anything for that. No. Nah. So I'm on the board again. Yeah, I'll definitely give Marcus Chalk a point it up, chalk it up. Yeah. First manager to go was, of course, Javi Gracia. Yeah, I did, why on earth do you not pick the Watford manager in? Yeah. I, just, <laughs> I can't well, believe I didn't do if that. I, if I may add a little bit of context to that, it felt at the start of the season, which I know to everyone feels like it was about 10 years ago, mm. that Watford had turned over a new leaf. I'm pretty yeah. sure Gracia had just recently signed a new contract. 7th of September. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable, yeah. 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 Luke, you picked Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Yeah, I had to stick. I, that was on brand for me. I had to, got to go all in. Yeah, I'd, fair, I'd, I'd ranted about him for ages. I respect that. <laughs> yeah, Marcus, you picked Graham Potter. Yeah, I just didn't think which it was tally, work out. which tallied with Brighton being relegated. Yeah, exactly. well, you got to pick. Uh, yeah. You put your eggs in one basket, but, and I got them all wrong. <laughs> you put your seagull eggs in one basket. There. <laughs> Top scorer Jamie Vardy with twenty three goals. Mm. You, Luke, you went for Raheem Sterling. Marcus, you went for Harry Kane. Yeah, it would have been Kane if he'd scored a few more. Yeah, that's yeah, how it yeah if he scored more than Vardy. Yeah, yeah it that's how it works. Yeah, yeah. Most Reds. Well, Fernandinho, Christian Cabasele and David Luiz got two each. Only two. I know, it's yeah. funny, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, Luke, you went for Pierre-Emil Hoiberg. Yeah, okay. oh, that's, a, that's a fair shout, I get that. No red cards. No. <laughs> it's not a fair shout, is it? Marcus, you went for Jack Grealish. Yeah, I thought he was going to be a bit chippy. You know, people would, like, I can see the logic up. there. Yeah, that's what I yeah. thought would happen. Yeah. I'm, I'm delighted for him and Villa that uh, he didn't. <laughs> yeah, there were no but, red cards uh, for him. Yeah. Annoyed for myself. Player of the season, Kevin De Bruyne. Luke. You went for Raheem Sterling. Yeah, yeah. that's wrong. Understandable that if he was going to be top. Oh, no, hang on a sec, Marcus. What do I have to say here? It would have been him if he had played a bit better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it would have been. It he was the best been. player in the league. Anyway, he would have it, walked it. Yeah. Yeah. Vish, who did I go for? You know who you went for, didn't you? You went for Kevin De Bruyne. Oh, there it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why he's the anchor with an A. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Name on the trophy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think you've now got an unassailable lead, actually. Yeah, lovely. So I was, well I, I was dishing you out extra points. Well, annoying. Yeah, cool. sorry, you've got far away. Well, so the the last category, mm-hmm. notable mad shit. Yeah. yeah, we've had penises in the past. <laughs> we have a penis was seen yeah. famously. Yeah. Uh-huh. Luke, you said we will see a game that features three or more penalties in it. Did that happen? I think. United against away to Norwich had two, oh. which they both missed. Okay, oh, it's a shame. Okay. Or rather, United missed both of them. That's quite an unambitious shout by me as well. It's not really that interesting. But, but when you think about it, it's quite rogue. Well, it happened, I think it might have happened to Liverpool at Old Trafford one year. And Gerard, I think, might have missed the third one. That sounds about right. Yeah, Ooh, ages when Torres ago. gave Vidic a bit of a turn. Yeah, it might have been. Torres did <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Marcus. Yeah, it's a bit of a shame, this. 
pandemic got in the way. Yeah, and, and so I, I'm I'm inclined to give it to you. Ooh, Marcus said... He's in charge, not me. <laughs> Come on, this England's, is the referee. <laughs> under notable mad shit, Marcus mm-hmm. said England, Scotland and Wales will qualify for a major tournament for the first time since 1958. Yeah. yeah. Now, obviously, England and Wales did and Scotland were due to play a playoff. Yeah. For Europe. Which is happening next month, though. Yes. So it's it's, 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 it's it's to be confirmed. To be confirmed. You've mm. already won anyway. Yeah, but I yeah. want to win by more. Yeah. <laughs> well, you have to wait and see, won't you? <laughs> you I, you're what, showing off here because yeah. you've predicted something even further in yeah. the future. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever charity you want from us, we can't move the timeline. It ha- we can't go forward in time. It's not a Chris Nolan podcast. You used to be able to. <laughs> yeah. So I've won, have I? You have quite comprehensively. Mm, no well, Marcus. well done. And when I say we can't go forward in time, I understand we are all travelling forward in time. I just mean we can't change the rate yes. um, people listening um, let us know how you got on yeah. if you've beaten Marcus who has set the standard it has to be said mm-hmm. show us your prediction sheets with I mean probably a photo of a copy of the day's newspaper at the time <laughs> or it's not really going to work uh, at Football Ramble on Twitter yeah. and uh, yeah show at footballrambledaily.com if you want to email it but well played Marcus thanks boys well done mate well done everybody you weren't up against much <laughs> uh, that might be the first time I've won it actually usually I was think, it's you I was trying to think that earlier I, I've definitely won it in the past you have yeah. you have um, well, speaking of uh, looking ahead into the future, uh, we do have uh, Bayern versus Leon tonight. Uh, Hansi Flick has said Bayern must start from scratch in this game. Is he going to do another one where he's just going to play Lewandowski in the centre midfield yeah. and change the whole tactics? Because it doesn't yeah. seem to be a good idea. But you would have to fancy Bayern Vish tonight. Yeah, yeah. I, I also think, given the shocks that have happened, they'd be more aware mm. of of changing anything, trying to do anything yeah. differently. They don't want to be part of this narrative where no. suddenly, you know, match shit's happening all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, I, I honestly can't see a way that they don't run through Leon today because, mm. I think they, you know, they, they would have fancied themselves against RB Leipzig or or PSG and I think they're just, they're just so in their own world at the moment, yeah. uh, Bayern Munich, and, and so comfortable and so, so set in their ways and... The future is, is so promising given the age of their players that I, I just think this is yeah. foregone conclusion. And it's sad to say because Leon are a very fun team to watch and I yeah. love Memphis Depay. If Bayern win, they will equal the longest winning run in the competition's history. Wow. How about that? Which is 10 set by Bayern in, in November 2013 and Real Madrid in February 2015. How about that? But Luke, <clears throat> their defence wasn't brilliant against Barcelona. Well, Vish got in there first, which means I've now got to try and make an argument as to why people should actually watch this game tonight. Um... <laughs> I, I, I do it for Andy Brassel. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's who I'll be. I'll be pulling for Leon. I will. Um, but it's difficult to make an argument for them to win this. The only thing I would say mm-hmm. is that it's a semi-final, as it's a one-off game. So that definitely makes it, you know, of jeopardy. They've got a couple of players that, if, if they turn up, Leon can actually cause some damage. And you know, there is this idea that when you're playing as well as Bayern, are, I mean, the stats are absolutely beyond belief. I mean, they've 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 played 28 games. Um, since they last lost one, they've won twenty-seven and drawn one. Um, they've 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 won all nine European games with an aggregate score of thirty-nine to eight. Mm. It's very very difficult to to make an argument that they're not going to win, but they've still got to go and do it. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to see just to echo what I said earlier about Leipzig. I'd like to see Leon, you know, get on the front foot, yep. take the game to Bayern, ask questions of them because they, because you know why would you go out on your knees there's no point mm-hmm. and and the final thing to, to paraphrase Andy Brassel who always says this about Rudy Garcia he knows how to set up a team for a one-off game which is probably a large part of the reason why they've got to this stage now yeah. so there is a chance for them it's a small chance but you never know it's a funny it's a different take on Rudy Garcia actually because Pete referred to him um, earlier in the week as league earned Steve Bruce 
Yeah. He made some sort of Steve Bruce comparison. I mean, Garcia, who's that more unfair on? Well, Garcia <laughs> did win. I think he won a League and Cup double at Lille. <laughs> Yeah. So and next season, what's Stevie yeah. Brucey going to do? And he's currently managing a side who are in the semi-final of the Champions League. <laughs> yeah, I like Steve Bruce. You know that. Yeah, I would, but I feel that Garcia has come off worse than that. It's great this new uh, rotation because you can have a good old dig at Donny and he can't <laughs> say him back. <laughs> oh, the, little, the silly little pathetic I'll, I'll, slug! I'll be excited for the game. Um, they've got they've got a lot of good players though. By I mean. Without saying the uh, without saying the obvious, they've got a lot of good players. Yeah. I think Leon have got a clean bill of health though, so they will be playing with their 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 mm-hmm. first choice team. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's see. Let's no see. no garish suits though for crying out loud. I don't think Garcia's Garcia's nah. much more of a conservative type. He dresses yeah. properly yeah. for the occasion. A bit like Steve Bruce. Yeah, I don't know what Hansi Flick does. Probably scratches his Ooh. balls, does he? <laughs> Like, That's not a character trait. Well, he's, 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 all I'm saying is he spent a lot of time, metaphorically speaking, under Yogi Love. <laughs> hey, he did. Come on, Vish. He did. Right then, tomorrow on the pod, Kate, Vish, and Jim are back. Who will be talking, no doubt, about uh, Bayern versus uh, Leon. So get your ears around that. But until then, thank you very much, Luke Moore. Thank you very much. Thank you, Vish. Thank you. Thank you, listeners. See you soon. This was a Stakhanov production and part of the ACAST Creative Network. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.